0: The Feminist Coach Academy podcast is proudly supported by Perk Digital, helping professional and entrepreneurial women amplify their message, build their body of work, and leave a legacy through podcasts. For more information about how podcasts can help you build your brand, visit perkdigital.com.au. To the Feminist Coach Academy podcast, where inclusive feminism, business, and coaching meet. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the co-founders of the Feminist Coach Academy, Naomi Arnold and Cameron Aaron. We are Feminist Life and Biz Coaches, both passionate about helping coaches, therapists, helping professionals. Practitioners and entrepreneurs integrate a feminist lens and perspective into their businesses, life, and client practice. On this podcast, we plan to help you do so. Now, let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode 10 of season two of the podcast so today's episode will actually be the last episode of season two and we're going to take a little break and then get season three ready for you and season three will should come out in november so we hope you've been enjoying these episodes so far in season two I know that we've been talking a lot about gender lately, and today's episode is also related to moving beyond gender binary. And we've been exploring gender more deeply from a queer postmodern feminist view, partly because our class that I teach on Undoing Gender and moving beyond the binary is um, around this time in our September intake. It's in coming out in, in October. And then we had Desiree's class in September. And so we wanted to share that interview that Nate did with Desiree. And so um, I promise you that it will all be about gender, not all the episodes, <laughs> and that we will be talking about other topics as well and other isms and exploring other things, too. And we're going to have more guest teachers on. And so this is going to give us time to to do more interviews with some of our guest teachers and our advisory board members and even some of our our members so you can stay tuned for that but today's is episode is about moving beyond gender binary language and um, this is something that we are all about in the feminist coach academy so we wanted to share more about this with you and if you have been enjoying the podcast we would love it if you would rate and write us a review in iTunes. So if you list, especially if you listen in iTunes, if you can just go in there and rate and write us a review and tell us how much you enjoy the podcast, we would so appreciate that. So how you do that is you search for Feminist Coach Academy podcast and then you click on it when you see it and then you scroll down until you see ratings. And then you should see where it's the option to write a review. And that's where you would do that. So we really appreciate your support. Also, if you want to support us further, we would love you to be a part of our Patreon community. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Academy. The link is also in our episode notes, so you can click on that. And if you feel like giving more and you want to be a part of our Patreon community, we would really appreciate that as well. And yeah, if you're loving the podcast and you're loving the Feminist Coach Academy, tell all your friends about it. Tell all your community, your audience about us, about our podcast, about our academy, signing up to our interest list taking advantage of our free resources on our website, feministcoachacademy.com and tell them what, you know, if you're in, if you're a member, you know, let your friends know what you have been learning and gaining from this training so far. We would really appreciate your, any sharing that you do. And remember to tag us at feminist coach Academy on Instagram or Facebook Or if you're sharing in a newsletter or, you know, just email, that's totally awesome as well. And we appreciate you. So thank you. Okay. So without further ado, let's get to the episode and then we're going to take a little break. And so we'll connect with you again in November. I hope you stay safe. I hope you are safe. Thinking of you, sending love and liberation. So today's episode is a really practical one for you on how to move beyond the gender binary in your business, in your life. If you're an entrepreneur, I'm going to give you some very practical ways that you can do that. And a big part of doing that is moving beyond the terms feminine and masculine. And I'm going to explain um, more about that. But first, I want to share with you that Leading up to the class that I taught, I asked our members this question of what is one way that you do not fit into the gender binary system? And Everyone that's responded has actually named more than one way. They've named multiple ways, which just goes to show, right, that there are so many ways that we do not fit into the gender binary system. No matter how you identify, even if you identify as cisgender, right, it doesn't matter how you identify or what you've been socialized as. We've all been socialized to be a gender. And we've all had gender expectations and norms placed upon us. And, you know, some examples that folks that shared in the group are like, you know, being socialized as a woman and having body hair and being seen as not feminine or a woman enough for, you know, having body hair, right? Perhaps more body hair than what we think a woman should have right? Another really big common one was playing small. Those of us in that socialize as women have been taught to play small and to be small, right? Physically, our bodies have small bodies. And some of us have naturally small bodies like myself, but we're taught to like Make ourselves smaller, right? And tall women also like hunch over, make themselves smaller, especially around men, right? We're taught that men are supposed to be taller, bigger, stronger, because that's what, you know, being dominant means, right? And so we've been taught all these different ways to be, like playing, you know, being smaller, playing smaller, um, taking up less space, right? Another common thing that some of the Women um, identified folks that was like they don't fit into the gender binary because they don't like talking about shopping, they don't like' them shopping, they're not into jewelry, things like that. I can so relate to that. I mean, there's all these different ways that we don't fit into the gender binary. It's so funny, like I don't get many petties, and for a long time, I didn't even know that that was a thing. That women in particular did, right? Like, not all women, obviously, but many women get many petties on a regular basis. I had no idea, <laughs> and I I have gotten a couple in my life, and you know, it was nice, but it really is not something that I personally would invest in on a regular basis. It's just like not interesting to me. And, and it's totally great if it is to you. This isn't about like it being bad or good. It's neither. But just that, you know, it was one of those It's kind of one of those gender norms that I just even wasn't even really aware of, to be honest, you know, and it's because like, I just naturally didn't really care that much about the mani petty thing, right? And then when I was aware of it, and I got a couple of those, I was like, oh, this is like a thing that women do regularly. Wow. How weird. I had no idea. I mean, that's not weird, but it just was weird that I had not, I did not know that. But also it was very foreign to me because I was like, wow, there's so many women that invest in this on the regular, which is, again, is not a judgment. It's not like bad or good. It's just like observing that and realizing how foreign that is for me, like how I just have zero interest in doing that. And if you're like, hey, let's go get a pedicure today, I'd be like, eh, let's do something else instead. You know, it just wouldn't be. It's not high on my list at all. It's not even on my list, right? And it, but it is one of those gender norms, you know. I mean, it, it's like women are kind of expected to have these really polished nails, when it, you know, toenails, fingernails, and and to engage in this activity that is like. And I know some men get. Whatever petties, I don't know if they many petties too, or whatever, but it's like we, it's just sort of one of those things that it's like we associate with women, right? And it's like, oh, you're not into that? That's how weird, <laughs> you know? So, you know, you probably have your own version of that, right? Like, you, there's something that you have never really been interested in and you're still not interested in it, That, ha- but that has been associated with the gender that was placed upon you or, ex- or even expected of you. And so, you know, you have your own example of that and probably many examples of that. So I asked this question of you as well. What are the ways you don't fit into the gender binary? And if you don't have an answer, then you need to think more deeply about it. Because Literally, everyone has an answer because no one fits into the gender binary 100% of the time. I ask you this question in relation to today's podcast episode. So uh, we're going to get into it moving beyond feminine and masculine. So I just wanted to go a little bit more into the terms feminine and masculine, because I think this is a really important one. So the terms feminine and masculine, these terms get thrown around so easily, right? But it's like, what do they really mean? And I want to offer you the idea that they mean nothing at all. They're very arbitrary, right? So if you ask, 10 people what feminine is, you might get 10 different answers, right? Like, I mean, there's gonna be some similarities, but everyone's gonna have like a different answer. So, you know, someone might say, well, it means like, you know, sensitive and, and intuitive and soft. And then someone else might say, it means strong. Feminine is, means strong and tough. And then someone else might say, feminine means, you know, um, being yourself, or feminine means being, you know, soft and strong, or I mean, you're going to get all these different answers, right? Which just goes to show that the term itself is not a useful term to use to describe anything, because it doesn't hold one definition, and we don't really want it to anyway, because it's... The terms feminine and masculine are gendered. They are based on gender. They are based on our ideas about gender and what makes a man and what makes a woman. And what we've done in our gender binary system that we live in is we've said, well, men are inherently masculine and women are inherently feminine. And that's just simply not true, right? And you will hear a lot of people nowadays really you know, recognize it. No, no, we all have both in us. We all have both masculine and feminine. You know, I like that, but it needs to go a step further in questioning these gender terms all together. Okay, this is about questioning gender altogether, not saying, oh, yeah, you know, we're just going to preserve femininity, and we're going to preserve masculinity, and we're going to preserve womanhood, and we're going to preserve manhood. You can agree or disagree, and you can, of course, decide for yourself what you want. But this is a deep dive into gender, into questioning gender altogether. So that's what we're doing here. And that means we question feminine and masculine. And so, because they're arbitrary and they don't have strict definitions, it's really not effective to use them at all. Because if you say like, oh, she's really feminine, we might think that we have an idea of what that means, but it's not a clear description, right? So... What I encourage you to do, and this is an exercise for you to do, is to really write a list of what feminine means to you and what masculine means to you. And then I want you to take away the words feminine and take away the word masculine. And then I want you to just use those words that you wrote down and see that there's all these different kinds of words to describe whatever it is that you're describing. So if one of the words is intuitive, you would just say intuitive. If one of the words is strong, you would just say strong. Do you see what I'm saying? So you're removing gender from the equation. You're removing these arbitrary gender terms from the equation altogether because they just add confusion. When you could actually just be more clear and just use the words that you really mean. So if by feminine what you mean is strong and intuitive and soft, just say strong, intuitive, and soft. If by masculine what you mean is like driven and ambitious, then just say those words instead. Now, if you do want to use the terms to make a point about gender and how the gender is ridiculous and how using these terms isn't really useful, then you can do that. And I do advise using these terms in quotes because that shows that, you know, you are acknowledging that they don't really have any real meaning that is useful to us. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky. There are plenty of people in the world who are attached to these terms. And you might be one of them. You might be like, no, Cameron, I really identify as feminine. I really like that identity for myself. And my response is, that's great. If you really want to use these terms to describe yourself, and you're really into them, you really like them, that's okay. Just be aware of what they mean to you. And I do advise that you don't reinforce these terms with other people and that you don't place these terms on other people. So, for example, if you are identify as a woman and you want to help other women and your whole thing is you want to help other women own their femininity or be in their feminine power... I've seen that a lot. I advise that you get really clear on the term feminine, what you mean by it. Like in the exercise I just asked you to do, write down all of the qualities of feminine, of what you think is feminine. Then I advise that you remove the word feminine and you just pick one or two of those words instead. So for example, maybe you would say, I help women get in touch with their intuitive power, or their intuitive powers, or their intuition, or their sensitive power. But you also want to be mindful of not reinforcing gender stereotypes. So if you're say women get in touch with their sensitive power, you are kind of, you know, saying that it's women that have sensitive power and not men. So you also want to be careful about who your audience is and who are you speaking to. And you don't even really need to say women or men. And you could say coaches, entrepreneurs, creatives, artists, teachers, parents, you know, get more clear on who is your audience that you are speaking to, and then get clear on what is it that you mean by feminine. And so for example, you could have, I help healers get more in touch with their intuitive powers. You know, I mean, that's just an example, but right there, you have taken gender out of the equation you haven't reinforced any gender stereotype, and you're not reinforcing the gender binary or gender norms, expectations, masculine or feminine, it's a beautiful thing. And it's much more clear. So if you say I help women get in touch with their feminine power, that's not very clear. It's like, well, which women? And what does it mean to be a woman? And what is feminine? What do you mean by feminine power? And well, what does that mean? And you know, So it's pretty confusing when we use gender. But if you get more clear on what it is, who it is you're actually talking to and what does you actually mean, it can draw in more of the right people for you. So in this example, it's like, I help healers get more in touch with their intuitive powers. I mean, bam, that is so powerful. And it's like, oh, if I'm a healer, I want to get more in touch with my intuitive Powers, so, so I can strengthen my healing and so I can strengthen that. You know, I mean, that is so much more clear. So, the other thing you can do though is you could replace the term feminine with feminist, but only if you really mean feminist. And remember, feminist is not the same as feminine. So, you know, maybe you have a podcast that is all about like, that is a feminist podcast. You talk about feminism. But maybe you say, oh, this podcast is about, you know, the feminine movement, or this is all about reclaiming your femininity or something. Well, instead, you could say, this is all about increasing your feminist power or your feminist awareness. You know, you can replace feminine with feminist, but you want to make sure that it really is feminist, that you really are using a feminist lens and consciousness and growing that feminist lens and consciousness, which you probably are if you're listening to this audio. So that's awesome. Now, it doesn't necessarily work the same with the term masculine to replace masculine with feminist. But it depends. It depends on how it is written and what it is. But the point is to really move beyond these terms, these gender terms, And to replace them with terms that are much more clear and really connect more with people. And don't reinforce an oppressive gender binary system because these binaries of feminine and masculine are still binaries. They're still binaries that we're trying to fit people into. And so instead of saying, well, we all have feminine and masculine, we don't even need to say that. We can just say, hey, let's just embrace all of the qualities that we have and let's let other people be who they are. And let's just encourage people to be who they are without gender, without even having a term feminine and having a term masculine because they're limiting terms because they're so arbitrary. It's just they're unnecessary, completely unnecessary. They just add more confusion and then people are like, wait, am I being feminine enough? Am I being masculine enough? What does that even mean? So you can see like it causes confusion, it can cause harm and it can really limit us from just being who we really are and just letting other people be who they are too. So feminine, masculine, I really advise moving beyond these terms and getting super, super clear on what you mean by them and using these other terms instead and removing gender from the equation no matter what situation. It doesn't just have to fit the example I gave you. That was just an example. Okay, so do the exercise of writing down what you mean by feminine, writing down what you mean by masculine, and then remove those terms and see what you're left with. It's pretty eye-opening. It's very simple. It's very obvious. And yet very eye-opening. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. And if you're interested in our certification training and getting certified in feminist coach theory and learning how to integrate an inclusive feminist awareness and analysis of practice into your work with your clients and your business, please go to feministcoachacademycourses.com to learn all about our certification training and to enroll now for our next intake We are accepting enrollments for our next intake and we would love to have you join us. Also go to our website, feministcoachacademy.com to grab more of our free resources and to listen to other podcast episodes make sure you are subscribed to our podcast in iTunes or Spotify, and that you're following us on social media at Feminist Coach Academy on Instagram and Facebook. And if you love our podcast, we would love it if you would rate and write us a review in iTunes. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. Have a joyful rest of your day.